Dan, hello and welcome. Hey, thank you so much. Great to be on your show, man. Thank you. Um, so, Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Relatively unknown in this country, if I'm honest. Uh, I, certainly, this is the <laughs> first time I've heard of you. Um, but you're big news in South Africa and, and probably some other places. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, um, it's it's not our first time in the UK, but it's kind of our first time officially in the UK with kind of a plan of action behind us. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've, we've mainly been touring South Africa for like the last 15 years, trying to kind of build up a following there, which... Fortunately, we we have, and you know it's it's time now that we you know we hit the UK and Europe and and spend a lot more time out here, you know because I, I really feel that you know UK and Europe is like a real hotbed for you know blues and blues rock at the moment. Mm-hmm. You can you know notice all the American artists like spending most of the year on the side of the world. So it's fantastic to be here finally. Good stuff, and you know growing up in, in South Africa and stuff. Um, were your influences a little bit different, would you say, than, say, your average white American blues guitar player? Um, well, yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, you know, obviously I was influenced by all those kind of the old American blues players and, you know, um, guys. But, you know, I was obviously influenced by a lot of the British blues guys too, like, you know, the Claptons and Peter Greens of the world. And, um, you know, I, I almost think my influences were, were quite similar because, you know, I got all my music from my parents who exclusively listened to, you know, the blues, blues rock, classic kind of rock sort of stuff. Um, you know, that's what I kind of grew up listening to from like a really, really young boy. And that's all I, I was kind of exposed to as a kid. So um, I think the big difference is that, you know, I didn't get to see any of these, you know, any of these guys live. It was yeah. always kind of, you know, on CD, on record. Or, you know, into kind of today's world on YouTube type of thing. Sure. You know? So, um, you know, that, that was the one kind of thing that I, you know, never got to kind of see up until now. Um, so it was just the records, man. So, um, and, and, you know, I kind of ignored, you know, as a, as a teenager, I ignored every other genre of music besides blues inspired music. Right. That's all I, that's all I kind of cared for as a kid. And, um, you know, I think it, you know, it kind of made me a little bit of a social outcast among <laughs> other South African teenagers because, you know, they were kind of listening to top 40 commercial music that was played on commercial radio type of thing. Sure. And I wasn't kind of interested in that at that point, you know? Excellent. And, you know, you can hear obviously that you're a massive blues player, but you've got a lot of, um, like your acoustic playing and stuff. So there's lots of open tunings and things like that in there. Um, I know you've said Led Zeppelin is one of your sort of influences. Um, yeah. Did, did you get anything from, you know, the, the South African culture that brought in that sort of folky influence or, or was it again just watching and listening <clears> to your, your parents' record collection? Man, to be honest, it, it was all like exclusively their record collection. So, right. I mean, obviously, you know, I like expanded a little bit from the blues, you know, like the older I got. So I yeah. checked out some some other stuff and, you know, Jimmy Page was a, a, a really big influence, especially yeah. on the acoustic, believe it or not, with... Um, you know, he used all these kind of strange and weird tunings on the acoustic, stuff, yeah. Yeah, open tunings and stuff. And um, you know, you know, he was the first guy that kind of yeah, I was exposed me to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I'd kind of work out a a Zeppelin tune and say, "Wow, I mean, I, I'm really battling to pay, to play it in standard tuning." And yeah, and you kind of work out, you know, that it's in an open tuning, and that kind of opened this this other world of acoustic playing up for me, and and, and writing obviously. Um, and, you know, it, it, it really did open up things. And, you know, just, just coming back home to South Africa, 
you know the you know the the traditional South African music yeah is like it's almost like a another way of playing the guitar and another way of thinking you know yeah. um and I, you know I've had the opportunity to play with some like um traditional African artists back home and yeah. man you almost feel like you've never played the guitar in your life when you play with these guys because it's such a like a vastly different way of thinking about music and approaching music it's 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 absolutely crazy, man. Yeah. But um, I must say, it, my my exposure to that sort of playing has been fairly limited, man. You know, right. short of sort of short of sounding like every other blues guitar player in the world. You know, it's um, <laughs> you know, the the influences are are kind of like you know the stock standard guys. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and so the the new album, uh, Dear Silence Thieves, which in itself great title and a, an interesting little story. Do you want to? Tell the listeners about that for those who haven't actually read the album liner yet, about what yeah. the title means. Yeah, so I mean, in in 2013, I I was in Germany on on tour with an artist um, from the 90s called Everlast. Um, he he was doing like an acoustic tour, you know. Yeah. And um, I was doing kind of a solo acoustic kind of opening slot for him, support slot. And on the very very first show, it was in Münster, Germany. There was about a thousand people crammed into this room. I did my show, Everlast got on, and he was about three songs in, and he, he was playing like a real soft, quiet ballad. And there was just two guys out of the thousand people in the audience that were having like a massive conversation, a really loud, obnoxious conversation in the middle of the song, and he lost his mind. You know, yeah. you know, on the stage, he kind of stopped playing in, you know, in the middle of the song, and sure. you know, he pretty much said to these guys, in language I can't repeat on the show, <laughs> on obviously. <air. laughs> um, is um, you know pretty much shut up or get out, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that's what he pretty much said. And uh, you know these guys in the audience, you know, decided that they would kind of argue their point and and kind of get quite abusive towards Everlast. And this went on for twenty very very awkward minutes, um, you know, just uh, back and forth. And eventually he kind of just put his guitar down and he actually dived into the audience to try and like like decapitate these guys type of thing. <laughs> He, he didn't quite get there, but um, you know, obviously that was a bit extreme. But yeah. you know, I kind of took so much um, inspiration away from that because I, you know, I've had my own shows where you have kind of obnoxious people that don't really know how to behave at a, an acoustic show, particularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you know, he he was pretty much saying, you know, that you know he's worked his whole life at his art, and he's come all the way from the states, and it's it's you know this is what he does and it's it's kind of rude to do that yeah. and i took so much inspiration you know over you know from that that i kind of decided to call the album dear silence thieves as kind of an educational thing to you know particularly audience members back home sure. in south africa right so if you do go to one of dan's shows make sure you don't talk okay that's <laughs> a, <laughs> very important uh, so the, the new album which we say dear silence thieves uh, is it the album that you hoped to make when you started out writing it sort of thing has it has it come out as you wanted it to well you know in certain senses yes and in certain senses no i mean i think you know when you when you get into the studio before you start recording with with all the songs you mm. kind of, you know your your end result is is kind of very different in your mind um to you know when, you know it's very different when you hear the songs back you know and arrangements change with the producer and all that sort mm. of thing so, you know, some things uh, changed dramatically from the beginning to the end. Some things hardly changed at all. So, um, you know, I, but, but I do think the changes were made, the changes that were made are, were kind of made for the better type of thing. So I was, I, I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with the way the album came out at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like, 
I, I suppose every musician on, on planet Earth, you, you're never quite happy with sure. you know, any album you do. Yeah. It, can, it can always be better in your mind, and you can always have played better, sung better, written better songs, you know? <laughs> and, I, and, and I think that's what kind of, uh, you know, uh, keeps you going forward as a, as a player and as a musician. Excellent. And, and I mean, as an album, as I say, this is the first time I'd actually heard you, and I've gone back and listened to some of your back catalogs since because of it. Um, it's a really strong album in in song terms it's not just a blues guitar slinger giving it big licks and yeah you know, yeah yeah playing some 12 bar blues although you do play a nice little shuffle in there and stuff but there's some really good songs on there is that important to you that the songs you know they're, they're really good songs first and foremost before you get the to the guitar slingy bit yeah well you know what in, in, when, when i first started out the like the first couple of albums that was like the last of my worries was the songs it was always about kind of the performance and you know the licks and all that type yeah. of thing and um you know I, you know the older i'm getting you know i kind of realize that you can still do all those licks and all that sort of stuff but rather do it over like a you know a, th- a, a song that you've kind of thought a little bit about and, mm. and you know put a bit of effort into writing so over the last couple of years you know i've really concentrated a lot you know more on the the songwriting aspect of it and you know on this album it was the first time you know, we we didn't even go into the studio or even or hit the record button until all the songs sounded great just with an acoustic guitar and a voice. You know, sure that the song could carry it just just with that with those two. So um, that was the like the most important thing going forward in this album, and I, and I and I think definitely going forward, it will be the only way I, I will do it in the future. Right, and and your favorite song off the album, then have you got one or? Yeah, I mean, my favorite songs possibly, you know, been since the beginning has been Hold On, right? which is track four. And, yeah. uh, you know, I've always been kind of a like a sucker pl- to play like kind of slow blues, ballady type of mm. things. It's um, something that, that I always, it always feels good to play live. And, you know, I'm really, really happy with the way that song came out on the album. And, yes, yeah, so I'll definitely say Hold On. Excellent. So... Tour starts tonight. Well, it's the album launch tonight, and then it's tour starts properly tomorrow, doesn't it? The UK tour, yeah. uh, taking in Stockton, York. Uh, I haven't got the list to, to hand, but lots of other places in the UK. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, looking forward to it, obviously. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, you know, in the past, the only place I've ever played, I've, we've only ever played London in the UK, right? Um, and one show in Belfast years back. Um, so really, really excited. Um, you know, this is kind of, you know, as I say, what I've wanted to do for, for, for many years is kind of get my stuff out in the UK and start touring it and exposing my music out here. And, you know, this is the beginning of it. And, uh, you know, obviously it's the first time around. So, you know, I'm not, we're not exactly expecting kind of record numbers at all the venues. I know, you know, the borderline tonight is close to being sold out, which is great. But, you know, it's not about that for me. It's just about, you know, this is the start for us in the UK. And it's really, really exciting and looking so forward to kind of, you know, experiencing the country and, you know, the, the live music scene out here. Well, at least you seem to have got the weather this week, which is good. So, uh, you, not cool, you know what, I, what I always say, you know, obviously in South Africa, we kind of blessed with the most incredible weather. So I always yeah. say, you know, my, you know, summer is my favorite day in the UK, you know, because it seems to be about one <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but we've been all right, haven't we, this week? And, and what can people expect at your upcoming shows? Will there be solo acoustic bits and band or? 
Um, it'll, it'll, I think, predominantly be like, you know, the electric band, the full mm-hmm. band thing, you know, because we, we're mainly doing um, songs off the Silence Thieves. Yeah. But there is going to be the odd little maybe acoustic number uh, from, you know, other albums yeah. and, you know, older kind of electric songs that we're going to kind of throw in the mix too. So, yeah, so it predominantly Dear Silence These, but um, some other old stuff too. Excellent. And then, of course, uh, later on this year, you're supporting Joe Satriani. You must be very excited about that. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that, that's just so, so incredible, man, just to kind of get on that bill. I think it's going to be a real, hopefully be a real game changer for us. And, um, yeah, super excited. And all i got to say is I'm glad I'm playing before the guy and not after him. <laughs> but you might <laughs> hopefully maybe get a, a few jams at the end of his set or something like that would be cool. Oh, man, that would be fantastic. I mean, I'm not holding my breath, but, um, but I mean, if we could hook up something like that, it would be incredible. Fantastic. Dan, thanks very much uh, for talking to us today and taking the time out. Best of luck with the album and the rest of the tour. Um, sadly, you're not coming up anywhere near where I am in Newcastle and stuff, but we'll try and catch <laughs> you the next time around on a UK tour or something like that. And That uh, sounds fantastic, man. Uh, thanks so much for having me, man. No problem. Thanks very much, Dan. Take care. Enjoy your All night. All the best, man. Okay. Cheers. Cheers now. Bye-bye.